Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. We begin. The tooth is inside the teeth. Okay, let's go. Too fast, you're going too fast. Well, it's Run Country. Good morning to you. Morning. Paul's in a good mood. I'm all right, actually. I'm fine, but... um. I don't know why. I don't know. Well, we'll talk about it. You describe yourself as a little bit jangled. So oh, it's been a hell of a week. Really? We're just What's setting off on? onto the, uh, onto the uh, heath, Hampstead Heath, Yeah. just by uh, Parliament Hill, Lido. First run of the month. And yeah, custom. we like to get on the heath at the beginning of the month and take stock of the situation. Yeah. But uh, say it's the first of the month, I've got to tell you, this is my second run right. on the heath this month. Oh, really? Okay, cool. Yeah. Do you know why? Go on then. I did the park run here on Saturday. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Getting about. And we're planning on doing the park run this weekend, aren't we? In, uh, yeah, we're going to try and in the cool one. Should be nice. Yes, that'll be really nice. Oh, my knee. My knee is... Uh, is your knee part of it? It's complaining a little, but um, it's uh, all right. So how's your life? What's, what's been happening? What have you been doing? I've been doing loads of, did loads of gigs up north last week. How were they? They're really good, actually. I really enjoyed... The gigs on... Oh, we're coming to a bit of... Uh, Noisiness. A bit of noise. Yeah. I really enjoyed the gigs on Sunday. Um, they were proper, like, northern social clubs. Don't like, run through that sawmill. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, what is that? It's really close. Oh, That's some smoky stuff. Yeah, we need some mask for that. They yeah, it was proper... Grinder. Yeah, they were proper northern social clubs. They were... Uh, Holland Social Club in Berry, right, and then Bre- Prestwich, right, and uh, old school, really old school. But yeah. I find myself increasingly really at home in traditional environments. <laughs> uh, it's just weird. I don't know. I felt really comfy in there, and I just had some absolutely cracking gigs. Excellent. And it was nice to know that. Do you think it's because you're old? I think part of it's because <laughs> I'm 53. Yeah. There goes there. the train. It's like we're running through the BBC Radio yeah, Funny yeah, Workshop. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stay back, it's <laughs> coming through. Yeah, it's uh, it's wow. partly because I'm 53. Yeah, and they're all quite old as well. Yeah, and it's partly because I'm northern, so I can embrace my northernness. Yeah, to an extent that. You just sort of do when you're on home territory. But yeah, maybe. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. What, what's, your, what's your equivalent? What's your well, when you get to a gig and you think... I think there's one... This is sort of where... This is me now sort of thing. Well, I think there's two things. One In one sense, I'm... I'm well, OK, that sounds quite subjective. It's like you in that situation. And there's definitely a truth to that. But on the other side of that, because I think I'm a bit more of a cipher on the ground because I haven't got any... There's no demographic I slot into. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, it just it doesn't... I mean, there isn't one. I'm never going to walk into a room which is full of kind of a first-generation, middle-class, sort of London, sort of not. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're all shapeshifters, aren't we? <laughs> exactly. We're all sort exactly. Of ramps. But, he, but in comedy, you know, you can. Uh, comedy loves. <laughs> Loves to get a little bit tribal. I've, uh, you know, down the years, not just in this comparison. I observe this in clubs. I just yeah. think, oh, I can't push. I haven't got a button like that to push. Whatever yeah. that button might be, you know. Right. But on the other hand, I think the thing we're missing out here, and in your and all our defence, is that older audiences are great. Because they know who they are. Yes. They're not too bothered. Yeah, yeah, They're yeah. They're not too... You know, for example... It'll be Freshers Week in a couple of weeks. Used to play those every time, every year. Yeah. You know, you think, oh, these gigs are great. And you get a little bit older, you think, wow, Freshers gigs are really tough. Yes. Of no disrespect to those kids. No, they're great. It's just that they've just met all these people. They don't know who they are. And they're so young. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I've really got to be careful yeah, to yeah, be yeah. who I want to be perceived as being yeah. for the next three years and the rest of my life. Every year. Every, uh, Every laugh. Do you mind if you run that way so I can use the facilities and then we'll just run Good around the way? Um, every laugh is a, uh, it's a signal, isn't it? Yeah, that's As right. As opposed to a genuine response. Well, how are you going to relax and just yes. see that? And of course, this is the fundamental. It also ties in at a big conversation at the weekend about um, the perennial conversation about reviewers at Edinburgh. Right. Just saying downright stupid, snobby things every year. Right. And uh, it's because... The very best way to enjoy paddling pool looks fantastic. Yeah, just look they just want to go in. Um, the very best way to enjoy stand-up comedy is to entirely give yourself up to it. You know? Yes. Just to lean back in the room. It's the same as the let the rational side of your head go a little. Bit. Yeah, just shut it down. To a certain extent. Yeah. You just don't want to be thinking. It's like the clown. You know, the actual clown. That's the, Spiritual concept to the clan, they've got no future, got no past. Yes. They've got no skills. Yeah. Got no lack of skills. Definitely got no skills. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, so the comedy all happens in this kind of bubble of complicity up above the audience. In the moment. In the moment. And if yeah. you're sitting down, that's true for the comedian as well. You know, if you're yeah. having a good gig, you're like a conductor, not like a soloist. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so. The best audience is an audience that can do that, not an audience thinking, what is everyone going to say after yeah. this? I need to get to the bar. I need the toilet. What do I think of this? What am I going to write down? Yes. All yeah, of yeah, those yeah, things. Yeah. And when you get to our age and you go to a comedy club and you drink one drink or two and sit back, just then letting the comedian in and laughing when you feel like laughing. And, and doing what they want to do. It's, yeah. just, it's, it's perfect. Absolutely, yeah. There is that, definitely. And it feels more, I don't know, I suppose you're always signalling that you're part of a tribe, but I feel that more with working class audiences, I can get that a bit quicker. Yeah, right. Maybe. But do you find Maybe also, that's just because of my background. Yeah, right. and also, but don't you think that it's because as a comedian, you can play both sides. They're yeah. going to welcome you in. Yeah. And then you can say... But actually, I see you because this is who I am. Or, yeah. But actually, I'm a clown because this is who I've become. You yeah. know what I mean? So the duality of it. You, it's like how you say you're, you're allowed in because you've got your card-carrying member. But yeah. once you're in there, I'm a bit you're, different you're as well. agitated. You go yes. another way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why people I'm love with it. comedians. They can completely understand but have a kind of external perspective, you know? So, But, but the... But the the punchline is the gigs were great and I really enjoyed them. Yeah. And I came, drove back on Sunday, didn't get back until really late. It's a very funny punchline. No, it's not, no. <laughs> that wouldn't have done that well at the gigs I did. Dun, 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 dun. Ironically. <laughs> yeah, I like the setup, but you know, someone liked a bit of meat at the end. Having said but that, the, you hear a lot of talk about how great um, Scott Bennett is. Yeah. And it's true, I was gigging with him at the weekend. And it is nice to see a very strong uh, comedian. Particularly from the Northwest, um, come down to London and ply their trade. Right. Because it's a slightly different scene. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, oh, of course, he was absolutely great, so that was really good. No, we'll have, to ch- we'll have to chat about that. I've got a little bit of a. A little bit of a thing to chat about, Scott. So hold, hold that thought. All right. Do you remember? I'll get back to that, what yeah. you were saying, but do you remember? I think it was sort of in lockdown. That we met a guy a couple of times who I think was uh, 
sleeping rough somewhere, but he used to come down to the yeah, toilet clean his teeth and freshen up. Himself, yeah. Lovely guy. I was just wondering how he's doing. Should we go up the hill? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, we're mixing it up today, guys. Yeah, zigzagging the heat. Zigzagging. Yeah, Scott. Scott Bunnett. I mean, it's a bit in-house chat. Some people know him somewhere. He's a very good emerging... Although he's been around a while, but it's yeah, he's, but he's, he's just a brilliant... He's got the classic thing meeting. where everyone on the circuit knows how strong he is. And he's been working really. He's getting better and better. Yeah, and but he's, he's just done love with the Apollo, but that doesn't quite have the... The cut you. through that it used to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's working... He works hard. Yeah. And he's doing his thing. I recommended him to... McIntyre's people a few years ago yeah to get on the big show and he came down to London to the Duchess Theatre and did a routine that had been absolutely storming it up north yeah about the Calvary yeah yeah going to the Calvary and it was brilliant but yeah. obviously, well, obviously he comes down south and they've had McIntyre compare and it's all really light and fluffy yeah and southern in a yeah, way yeah yeah that's hard to define, that kind of London thing. Yeah, and also, um, fair play note at this stage, Michael is fantastic at this oh, issue. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. That's why the Roto worked in that way. Yeah. I think one of the last times I did a live gig with Michael, he was um, warming stuff up. He'd written in and about Scotland, doing it in Glasgow. Yeah. Ah, just fantastic, you know. Yeah. So it is something, it is part of that particular toolkit of the populist observational comedian is you've got to really be on top of your geography yeah your cultural you geography yeah and uh, so basically the Calvary routine didn't fly as it as much as it had been in in Cleethorpes yeah yeah which is no no surprise yeah so how was he at the because you were at the store with him this weekend he was great absolutely great yeah um, but the other thing about it is the other side of it is that you have to I mean it is about the work, isn't it? You saying that just then reminded me of bands, American bands. We're extra out of breath, by the way. We're running a Parliament Hill. And our days of walking the hills. What do you reckon? Let's go I'm going to the top. Right. I'm taking it to the top, Paul. Okay. And I'm running, not walking. You see, it's basically yeah. I'm, uh, uh, the ultra runner is dead. Long live the runner. Yeah. Um, so uh, we'll get back to that. It's not true. Anyway, bands, American bands, have got such a good showbiz ethic, you know, like uh, James Brown finding his band members and all this stuff. Yeah. And Flaming Lips always put on an incredible live show, even though they seem to be very psychedelic and out there and stuff. Yes. They really know how to, and indeed, obviously have an urge to entertain their audience, you know? Yes. And they were playing... Complete showman. Yeah. Victoria Park years ago. And they had got big encore, of course, that are amazing. Yeah. And they thought, we'll do this, we're going to smash this gig. And they played a Led Zeppelin classic. And it went all right. But what they hadn't realised is that Led Zeppelin, despite being British, were much more famous in America right. than they were here yeah. at the time. And... Uh, Anyway, long story short, they were disappointed with the response. Went away, came back the next day and did Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. Yeah. So that's the, that's the way you've got to do yes, it. Yes, absolutely, yeah. And I think Adapt. That I'm sure that that's where Scott lives as well. But it's so easy to be misled because people listening got to understand how well that bit of material was going. Beautiful. Let's get a picture of me and you in London yeah. on this nice. September morn. We've come up the hill. We've run up that... Yeah, no, you've done that enough times. Um, look at that, there's London. Did you hear the storm last night? Yes, I did. It was, uh, it was it's nice to get a bit of rain now, isn't it? Yeah, yesterday afternoon. I'm going to go straight across the top now. Right? I am improvising and dragging you along. No, it's, good, it's good to improvise. Yeah. Um, so, 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 uh, but I think that, so, no, um, you know, nothing that London wasn't going to go for. But the other side of that you're going to play is this every man quality. Yeah. What's well, an every, every, every man quality? I'm just going to slip a little capital M in there because on the four shows me and Scott and all the other comics did at the weekend, um, at, the, at the best show, there was a, uh, it was wild from the start. Right. And everyone was there and they were there for the comedy. kind of felt like they might kind of float away into, right. maybe into rage. Yeah, because yeah. they were quite a leery crowd. Yeah, but they loved the company and they stayed was, with it. Who was it. Um, uh, Oh, let me think. Imran Yusuf. Right. 
So he's quite lively, isn't he? Yeah, and the whole yeah. thing was really, you know, there's lots of acts on. There was a short spot right. who was really strong. So it's one of those shows where, classic generous comedy store show where those of us who are in the second half are like at the break. They've, they've wow. had enough. Can this this show is yeah. complete, you know. Yeah. But um, anyway, Scott absolutely smashed it, of course. And I also, for the purpose of the story, will put my... Um, Humility aside, I also had a fantastic gig. Yeah, I say right. that the, 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 and everyone did. It was a great show. Yeah. Me and Scott, kind of closing the, closing the, the two halves. Yeah, you know, it was like, um, it's the best response you can get in in the, in the great club. Right. But you know, if I'm honest, I just feel like there's something going right back to the first thing you asked me. Something in the everyman quality that meant they all, all them guys in the audience. Like, he's me. And they right. wanted to take, they would have taken him home with them and carried him out on their shoulders. Yeah. Whereas with me, it's like, you're great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Relationship over. Yes. You know? Yeah. And uh, that's the distinction. That's the distinction. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. I mean, it's not there for me to, uh, I'm not that guy. Yeah. One of us, one of us. One of us. Versus one of you. There's one of you. There's only one of me. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. <laughs> I gotta be me. <laughs> I have to be me. <laughs> and how was the, uh, how was the big half? Oh, well. The story of the day. Story of the day. In fact, talking of... um, it's the story of the day. <laughs> Sit down and I'll tell you the story of the day. Um... Oh, made myself wretch. <laughs> um, so, it's funny you should say it because when we had that little stop back there, I got a little message in from uh, David Whitney. Oh, well. Who, of course, did it, like, talked to us on Running Comedy last year and then did the big half last year. Oh, right. And I thought of him out there. I remembered him. You know those uh, there and back bits where you see the people going the other way? Okay, yeah. Such a great moment with David then because, you know, I actually yeah. saw him. was like, yeah, there you are. Yeah, lovely moment. David Whitney. Did he have a... He didn't. (laughs) I think it's time to let that go. (laughs) I couldn't stop. He couldn't stop himself. (laughs) Which is true of both of you. So, yeah, I am... So I was thinking of him. I'm thinking of that guy we used to meet in the bathroom there. I hope he's okay. And uh, just old friends, you know. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Because, and I'm going to answer your question, but... What about Zoe, our friend Zoe? Oh, yes. Zoe Lyons, friend of the show. Fantastic uh, story of her ultra. She did another one this weekend. Got she did not finish. She got an injury, didn't she? I she, mean... She was attempting 100k straight through, as far as I can understand. Yeah, and we'll get her on the show and hear about it in her yeah. own words. And I think her brother did it yeah. really well. A bit like the way your brother did your last ultra. Yeah. And... Uh, <laughs> But uh, yeah, she yeah, blew she out, and so here's to you, Zoe. And yeah, and she carried on on it for a while, and then she couldn't, you can't do couldn't walk or run or do anything. No, you so can't do that. That's the end of that. So bad luck, Zoe. Bad luck next you. time. What don't, a weekend! Don't worry about it. It was for the running. Yeah. So I started to get the fear that I'm not going to uh, get enough. Um, what's the word? Uh, uh, a park run's done. Right. To get a hundred for my birthday. So you did one. And I wanted to warm up. Yeah. But I wanted to be sensible too. So me and my wife on Saturday morning, we, we came to exactly here actually. We cycled and she just started this new job. Right. So let me just get a picture. Um, this is the point. This is, this is the moment. We, um, we'll go that way in a second and I'll show you. Because this is, this is on the park run. Do you remember? Yes. You start over this hill. Yeah. So... I'm answering my, my answer to your question starts on Saturday, which is going to make it long. Here he is, this is Paul on the course. There was a tree. Tree down, yeah, that's a, it's a new tree down. Eee. So um, we, we were pleased with ourselves because we pull ourselves out of bed on early on Saturday morning. Yes, not an easy Cycle to the heat to yeah. in the beautiful sunshine. She swam in nice. the ladies' pond. I looked at my watch, 8.56. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I ran up here. It's like not, not, a time. Not Classic. a sprinting pace. Classic. And, uh, Skinnier teeth. And this is, it's like a, the uh, gradient uh, profile of this particular path across the middle of the heath. It's like a W. Right. You go uh, down from where the road meets the heath, and you go up, and you go down, and you go up. And uh, it was the first time in years that I've got, used to, happen, used to get this a lot at the old Hackney Park run. 
where I'm running to the start, just about, just like a bad dream. And you can see the park run. Running away. Wait, no, waiting oh. to run towards you. Right. So you're running towards the start line from the wrong direction. And there's everyone. So, oh, my God. But I was really... That's, I find that so stressful. Yeah, it's awful. Yeah. Morning magpies, two of them. Two for joy. And... Um, Anyway, so like this goes, like, start line up here, is it? And that was a, pro, a volunteer standing on that corner, giving me a funny look as if to say, yeah, but it's pretty late. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was all quite healthy because I'd said to myself, you absolutely mustn't run this park run at, at full pace. Yes. That will kill the, the big half. That will be no good. So and I also knew that things like stopping for a moment take seconds yes you yeah. think to yourself oh no I went to the toilet you yeah. probably lost 20 seconds you know yeah, yeah. anyway a little backpack so I um, ran up here and as I got here to the top of this next um, slope all the runners looking at me as if to say you're late mate and I peeled off right and put my bag down where they, where they do that and came back down and by the time I came back down the park kind of started right so I'd missed my opportunity to get any kind of good time. Yes, yeah. But that was really good for my yeah, psychologically. Yeah, it stopped completely. me trying to, you know? Yeah. And also, I'd established a, a good pace, which was... <laughs> I wasn't taking my time, but it wasn't a steady, sprinting nice pace. Nice steady, yeah. So I just fed into um, to this uh, lovely park. I have to come back again and do it. And I really enjoyed... Because I didn't do it slow... I did it a kind of distance, speed distance. Right. So, where if I was going for full out at a park run on a good day, I can probably make sub seven minute miles yeah. for the whole thing, sort of 6.45, 6.50. Yeah. And uh, and then when we're running, what are we talking? We're talking nines, tens. Yeah, well, maybe ten and a half. Yeah. And, and, and slower if there's sort of stuff going on or yeah. technical. Anyway, I was running eight plus minute miles. Yeah. So, you know... It's not nothing. I felt good, yeah. but I could feel the headspace. Enjoyed it a lot. Was it a good idea? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, but it felt fine. Felt good about it. And I, uh, as I say, we cycled here and cycled back as well. And ran to and from the start. That was five miles. And I went up and down this bit we've just run so many times. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. the park goes down it. Then goes up and down the hill, then goes around, then goes up and down the hill, and then comes back up it. And I ran through that to get here and through it to get back. So here we go. This is the start line. Yeah. Everyone's waiting to go. I ran over here. Yeah. I'll be with you in a minute. Yeah, yeah. I ran over here at 8.59 and 55 <laughs> seconds. And uh, went up to this playground over here and hung my rucksack on the fence and ran back. So, you know, how long would that take? Yeah, a minute and a half at most. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so that was Saturday. And um, I did all my exercises when I got back as well, which right. was good. Sorry, thank you. I wanted to do that. So a lot of this is tied in with the new month and trying to reassert. Get, get the habits in. Not drinking. Back to the exercise. Shake off the holiday weight. All that stuff. And uh, so I did my exercises when I got back. And bye. Saturday lunchtime. Oh my goodness, it's like yeah. I was well exercised. But I went to sleep. Yeah. Because I had two gigs on Saturday night. Down to this door, a couple of gigs, came home, got up on and Saturday I went down to the start line. Good old the big half. What a great scene. Yeah. You haven't done it, have you? No, I haven't, no. It's really nice. It's very good. It's got lots of what's good about the uh, um, London Marathon. But it's still got that the scale and confidence of a half, as in you can kind of turn, you kind of like we always say about the run through events, you kind of turn up and, and slide in. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's just yeah, yeah, not yeah. too much not waiting around, not too formal. Yeah, it's really well, really. And when you consider how many people are doing it, that's impressive, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, and uh, I was lucky as well. I was coming in across uh, Tower Bridge. It's a bit cold, um, but that's fine. That helps you start strong, right? Uh, there was hardly any paper in the cubicle that went in, but there was enough for me. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I saw a friend of the show who said, oh, I love the yes, podcast. Yes, saw that, brilliant. Have, yeah. have a lovely run. I saw Charlotte Hill. 
yeah. from uh, the Phoenix Project who we ran with the other day. And I yeah. saw Matt, you know, I make from one of our little crew from the Race to the Stones. Yes, Matt Pitcher. That's right. And yes. Checked in, you know, so it's like, hey, nice, hey, nice, hey. Nice, oh, yeah. and the guy, I think he might have interviewed us at the Marathon Expo. He was doing the announcing on the line. Oh, all right, okay. And he said, there's Rob Deering. Yeah. commentary. <laughs> I was like, hey. Yeah. So it had that. Waiting know, for me now. Yeah. You know, and that's yeah. a bit, again, a bit like the Yorkshire Marathon. You don't really get that at the... Uh, London Marathon because it's so it's like, they, it's like the, you wouldn't so have someone at the Olympics yeah. <laughs> saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. "Well, there's Paul Tonkinson. Yeah, here he goes. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> just passing the old veil of health in the weird extra bit of the heat. Nice after the storm, isn't it? It's is nice. Yeah, plants seem both galvanised and traumatised. Um, and finally, the thing to mention at the start is that. Um, I was due to run off at 8.50, and the elites went off at 8.30. Right. So it was 10-minute waves, I think. I was just wandering, basically, on a sort of steady flow towards the start line from the bus, you know, for, for a long time, including yeah. getting a coffee, going to the toilet. And as I got to the start line, they were like, don't worry, don't wait for your wave, just go. Yeah, that's good. And that was excellent. It was yeah, so, yeah. looking back, I just suddenly realised, I think yesterday, or certainly not till Sunday night, I thought, that was absolutely defining. Yeah. With this smile on my face and just seeing all my friends. Not having to worry, yeah. Yeah, I just put my headphones in and just sped up over the line. Yeah. It's a lovely way to start a race. Anyway, <laughs> do you want the short version or the long version? Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods, for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Can't just give us the version. I'll give you the short version first. Yeah. <laughs> I went off massively too fast and paid the price. Right. But it's much more complicated than that. But that is definitely what happened. It was a be careful what you wish for scenario. The complicated bit is that it's sort of, that is what I planned. Do you know what I mean? Well, it wasn't a complete... It's no surprise that you set off a bit too fast, isn't it? No. To what extent? You do, isn't it? Do you know yeah, I mean? that's you right. Factor that in, and I wanted to, you know, I, I I wanted to. It's an opportunity to do that. You know, I was trying to push myself. I wanted to see how my fitness compared with the big half last year, which in particular, I ran fast and got away with. You know, right. Fastest half in a long time and ran it like it was four park runs back to back. Yeah. Based on <laughs> running the first quarter like it was a park run, realising how fast I was. And try to hang on. Staying with it, you know. Yeah. And I kind of wanted to do that, to use that model to try and get back to running like I did when I was younger, though, like not knowing and just going off like a yeah. rat out of a trap. Yeah. So in other words, it was deliberate. But I suppose what I need to do is 
to do that and, I don't know, learn to dab the brakes a bit because, as I say, careful what you wish for. I basically ran the big half like I've run some of my most, some of my least successful marathons. Right. And those are the ones where you come in and you get a good time or like, you know, kind of a good-ish time. So people see that and think, oh, that was good. And you know that that's because you ran the first half at this incredible speed and then just carried on going, you know? Right. I had uh, Sophie Rayworth in my head towards the end saying, what were you thinking? And she was right. And uh, so how fast did you set off and how... Well, here's the thing. Slow. And, and it's, a, it's really interesting when you set off fast because when I set off fast at Parkrun these days, it feels right. It feels like nobody wants to do it. But it's quite, still quite measured and I feel like I'm hanging in there. And it's also not that long, Parkrun. Yeah, there is that. But even yeah. at the very beginning, I'm thinking, oh, this is quite a pace. Yeah. I hold this. Effort is being expended, you know? Yeah, yeah. Whereas, honestly, when these events start, I just think... I'm fine. This is lovely. I could do this all day. There's no sense that I'm sprinting right. at all. I mean, right. okay. at all. It doesn't okay. feel like that. Okay. If it, I, I think things like being a little bit cold and a slight downhill yeah. help with this. And, and, new, and nice springy shoes. Right. You know. And the exuberance of a sort of more mass kind of start yeah, as well. Uh, all, yeah, helps, all the people. It? So yeah. excited to be with people. Yeah. That loose energy of them waving you through. Yeah. This is basically every good and bad fast event run I've done has started in this way. Woohoo! Off I go. And, uh, and I set off down the old... It's a bit of a... Oh, it's up and down, but, you know, there's some downhill at the beginning there. And... Uh, Which again can lull you, can't it? Yeah, that's right. And in the second mile of the big half, you go through the Limehouse Tunnel. Yeah. Which is... I mean, I love it. It's so... It's just so interesting. It's so, not like anything. Yeah. I think they... Uh, thank you. Cheers. They... Um, We're going down there. Hi. Hi. Oh, sorry, tree. And... Um, yeah, it's like a, it's a really long tunnel, and everyone's in there. And on Sunday, it's it's hot, you know, it's muggy in there. Yeah. And I was sweating. I was thinking, oh, it's warm in this tunnel. But you know what? I think it's also sweating because I was running about as fast as I've ever run at any time. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but I came through there. Felt good. There was a hill up out of it, and I really put my foot down. Like, remember that last half you did? Don't lose any pace on the hills. So I. Right. Didn't lose pace on the hill. I carried on, got past the first 5k checkpoint, looked at the clock, but I didn't use the clock to measure my speed exactly because I'd left a few minutes after they set it off. Right, okay. So I knew I was about, I don't know, five, eight minutes after that or something. I didn't know. And uh, carried on back, came through whopping. It's a bit like a computer game because you've got the first, you've got this tunnel. So I really think they should make more of a feature of it. They don't really talk about it, but then. I suppose some people might think it was a negative. Yeah. I it was great. Anyway, then you get through, come through Wapping, and there's some pretty tough cobbles in there. Two stretches of cobbles. And it's amazing how technical cobbles can be when A, you're flying along, and B, you're beginning to tire a little bit. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, getting towards the halfway stage, morning, Magpie, I was getting to that second, because oh, it zigzags backwards and forwards around Canary Wharf as well. That's fantastic. But uh, past that, come through whopping and uh, getting towards halfway. And I had this thing, I was thinking, I'm quite tired now. I think I'm going pretty fast. And, uh, and then I hit the cobbles. And it was, there was two of these moments on the big half where you think, I was doing pretty badly anyway. Or no, I, was, I put myself in a vulnerable position. Right. But triggers are really set you off. You know, like you're... Dropping the sweet thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that was one of those marathons, wasn't it? You've done a yeah. marathon, you've gone off fast. Yeah. You've kind of burnt all your energy. Yeah, I was finished, yeah. And then when something triggers you, it's like, that's it. You're, the bottom falls out of your world. So anyway, I hit the second patch of cobbles. And I was like, oh my goodness. These cobbles <laughs> are ruining my life. Yeah. So I, uh, so I. Damn uh, you. But I hung on. I recognized it. I thought, oh, but, my, you know, basically what the, all the cobbles did was wipe the smile off my face. Yeah. But they didn't, of course. As other people's response tell me, I was smiling like a, like a loon the whole way around. But anyway, so I went into the uh, second half thinking, oh, I've, I've, I've bitten off more than I can chew. It's hanging on. This is going to be tough. Yeah. But I was hanging on. 
came across Tower Bridge, listening to uh, across 110th Street. Yeah. Across 110th Street. He's trying to catch a drunken best street. Oh, that's great. Great tune. And yeah. uh, came down into that big roundabout there, which you recognise. It's great as a London Marathon runner to the weird thing of morning map. I get into these familiar places and uh, seeing them backwards, you know. I was running the right way. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, uh, <laughs> set off in a different direction. It's running very faster <laughs> than a train yeah. backwards. Over. Yeah. Yeah. It may not so, be correct. So the unorthodox approach to the race. <laughs> <laughs> I came through there thinking, wow, I'm spent hanging on like this. It's going to take everything I've got. And then I had a, uh, a really clear thought. I don't know if it was a good thought or a bad thought, but it was the thought. And do you want to hear it? It was good. Go on then. This, you know, this isn't ultra running. This is half marathon running. Yeah. You don't save it, you spend it. Right. So that was it. That was the kind of bullying. Yeah, yeah, I was, yeah. Well, for better or worse, I was doing to myself. Don't hold on to it. You don't conserve energy. You put it all out there. And if you haven't got enough that leaves you with no energy, bad luck. <laughs> yeah. And that was it. That's, and I think that psychologically, that's exactly what I was doing out there. I was trying to angrily, for better or worse, what am I, by strip away the ultra runner. What am I, by and try and get us a lot of magpies. Sorry, listeners. Oh, we've, actually, we've, we've run into a magpie storm. Um, I was trying aggressively to strip out the race to the stone's head and get to the me over a decade ago head. Right. And uh, with, you know, with some success. So so it was an act of self-amelioration. Yeah, to a certain, to a certain extent. extent. And yeah. uh, so then I was thinking that and I was suffering along and thinking this is bad, you've done it badly. But in respect, all still running along, maintaining pace. Big pace. Yeah. Because... I just didn't have the... I'd done right in a way. I'd, I'd got back to the earlier runner in me who just hasn't got the imagination to change pace. Right. It was like stop or sprint, stop or sprint. Right. I didn't stop. And then my phone started playing up. And this is the second uh, trigger. I think it's just because there were loads of people there and people arriving at the start line for later waves. Yeah. People beginning to finish. I just think the phone network was was absolutely crammed. Right. And my new phone has done its update recently. And it's a bit annoying, basically. My phone started going, oh, yeah, my phone, I'm not working at the moment. I'll work for you in a bit. And the direct effect was that my music went off. Right. And I just wasn't you together weren't. enough to run without headphones. I can, I can sometimes. I don't, I'm not as reliant on it as I used to be most of the time, but... Not this day. Right. But it is not this day. It hurt. It uh, left you a bit marooned. Let's have a look at this view while the weather's so nice. And, um, yeah, and it was really, again, this is so minor, but it irritated me so much, I have to tell you, that basically I could get my phone working. So I'd get my phone out of my pocket like that, and it would work. Mm. I'd get the music going. I'm running all the time, sweating this out. And when I put it back in my pocket, it stopped working again. Right. And that happened over and over again. And the basic... It, you know, the, the, like disrupted your rhythm. It was like being teased. It was really yeah. killing me. I was so yeah. angry with my phone. Yeah. At this point, I saw a couple of people who like recognised me or friends and stuff. And like, yeah. hi Rob, how are you doing? And I was just going, <laughs> standing, standing at the side of the road, shouting at my phone. But I still, I ran on. And then, uh, just was really aware that if I wanted to listen to music, I had to hold my phone in my hand. But I kept forgetting it, putting it in my pocket would stop working. <laughs> And, uh, and I started to break up my run a bit. I stopped to fix that. I went for a wee. Right. I had a bottle of water, which I walked while I was drinking. And then around 10 miles, yeah. I thought, yeah, I'm going to walk for a bit. I'm just going to walk for a bit. So I did. But, uh, but then actually, you know, it just felt far because I was completely burnt out. Yeah. And the other thing is I didn't eat any breakfast. And I thought, I should have eaten a bit of breakfast. Yeah, of course. I was genuinely bit. hungry. Yeah. And I think that was a slight ultra-influence. I was thinking, I could go in that shop and get a malt loaf. I was like, what are you talking about? What's going on? <laughs> but I really genuinely hungry. And, uh, and then I got to the end, and it was like, this, this is the end. And I remembered the last hill. It was like a gentle hill up over just a, a river near in Greenwich, you know? Yeah. Just one of those road hills, just a slope up. And... Um, 
when you get over that, you're there. It's like less, it's just a few hundred yards, meters. And uh, so I was like, oh, well, I can run from here. And I, well, or you know you can run from here. Yeah. So I ran on in and um, that's a good one. And uh, came in, felt great, you know. And then when I look back at all the stats, the key thing about that whole back straight was that while I was out there going, well, this is a disaster. It's all gone wrong. It's a total waste of time. I was, uh, when I was running, I was still running pretty darn fast. Yeah. And I hardly walked at all. Right. So I was still making a reasonable pace. So in the second half, you know, when I was running, I was running like eight minute miles at my slowest. Right. And the water, the mountains, ones with some walking in, I think my slowest mile in the whole thing was 12 minutes and I did a 10 minute mile. Right. So, you know, these are all running paces for a reasonable time. But, of course, I'd still yeah. put myself in a psychologically very bad position because in the first half, I ran... One of the miles I ran in the first half was 5.58. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. I don't think I've ever run a, a sub-six-minute mile before at any time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy is the right word. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know I was doing it. It's just going, la, la, la. It's nice out here. So, like I say... I wanted to access that naive early pace, and uh, you should be careful what you wish for. Yeah, it's sort of, it's that sort of psychological things. I mean, when you say sort of ultra mentality, it's sort of, it's sort of the same process really. With any, you, you just try to disperse your energy across the race. Yeah, for your best time, wasn't it? I argue you did that in the ultra really well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Well, it felt um, natural. They are just they're just different gears. Yeah. It was just really like my... These it, felt, it felt here like you, as you say, for some reason, which we could talk about. Yeah. You, you wanted to return to a previous state. Yeah. You set off intentionally too fast. It's like, Do you know oh, what I mean? It's like... Ultra yeah. running and, and uh, distance pace running, for want of a better phrase. Half marathon, marathon running. Even 10K running. It's very different. It's yeah, very, and I think that they're two... Hard. Psychologically, they're my two, like, running children. Right. And uh, the... Uh, this one was throwing its toys out of the pram a little bit. Yeah. And um, and like I say, I don't, I can't, I can't honestly say it was a mistake. I went out there do, with exactly this run in mind, and and then that's what happened. And I was like, see? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's, I told I did you. It to myself. Yeah. And now, but I feel complicated because then I came in. You know, my time was pretty good. If I was fitter, or more properly, more relevantly, if I could just have kept it. Uh, if I'd run at sort of 7.15, 7.20 from the start, yeah, you'd I could have held, it, held it all the way around. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's the thing I need to learn how to do. Yeah. Or, or, like I said to myself on the run, just give up running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just cancel the next two marathons. Why don't you just do some yeah. work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. go home and do some work, for goodness sake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was really hating on myself. It's, uh, and then everyone's like, you did great, you did a big smile. I'm like, I hate myself. <laughs> it's that sort of... So thanks, everyone, sorry. It's that psychological thing, isn't it, of, of any distance race experience you do, you don't want to be really feeling under stress after less than a third of the race, do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know, so your ultra did that really well, but it's the same with marathons. You don't want to be stressed out at 10K, do you? Yeah, no, not really. Um, it just felt like it was something that you had to do. Yeah, and That's I did push that bar back. You know, I was aware of my discomfort from 10K, but honestly, I don't think I would have been if it hadn't been for those cobbles. Right. It was the fact that it was before halfway worried me. Yeah. But then I quickly got to halfway, and I held a really good pace, like, I don't know, sort of 720 pace. Right. Two. Well, for a good two-thirds of the thing. Yeah. I think if I'd just been a little bit less, either less cross with myself or just not quite so ridiculously fast, it would have been a completely different thing. Yeah. But, um, you know, I just didn't know I was doing it. And it is, I think it is that if you're a more sensible runner than me and you do want to run a fast half, it is that course. It's very, uh, in, it, it's a real it's invitation and it's a cool autumn morning and it's on flat surfaces and you know what I mean it's yeah of course even yeah. the challenge of the tunnel and the little bridges that go up and down and the cobbles they're, they're not really gonna slow you down it's just a bit of so did you have uh, dynamic 
did you have nice bouncy trainers as well? Yeah, yeah. Good. Although I, I, by the end, I was like, these trainers aren't good like I thought. <laughs> they were hurt, they were hurting me so much. Were they really? I was on the phone to my uh, to my wife at the end, and the whole front half of my feet was like, ah, oh, ah. But right. when I stopped running for half an hour and sat down for a bit, they didn't hurt anymore. So I think that again, I'm blaming the trainers. It was the runner that hurt my feet. Yeah. Honestly. So. I think that the ba- people obviously will be listening thinking, you idiot. But it's well, a complicated it's, it's, thing, isn't it? Yeah, it's sort of, it's how you want to experience the race, isn't it? I mean, yeah. the fact is you're doing all these races and you're learning from each one to, to the extent that you want to. Yeah. You might want to, you never know, you might hit the next one and think, I want to do exactly the same thing and just hold on or I want to take a bit off the top in terms of yeah. pace. It's up to you, isn't it? Yeah, it's your yeah. race. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's mine to but run. It, but, it's, but it is painful... <laughs> to uh, f- fracture a little bit towards the end of races, isn't it? It's a painful yeah, yeah. feeling to go because you can't to go through. You can't go back to it. You can't change yeah. it. It's that thing of, oh, I, should, I should have done things differently. Yeah. It's a terrible thing to think in life because uh, it, that, is, that opportunity is never you can't, ever you, open to us. It's like you can't bank pace, can you? Yeah. You can't say, I did my first mile in six minutes. So that means I've got a couple of minutes leeway later. It doesn't work like no, that, no, does no, it? No. It just no. shatters you, doesn't it? Yeah, that's right. Uh, um, also, I had to come back. I mean, maybe this is part of the thing because I had to get to the finish line, jump on a train, and come all across London for a, like an eight-hour work day. Yeah, and I think that was maybe some of stupidly like running along with my bowler hat and umbrella. You know, got to get the train to work, and yeah. uh, maybe that affected it a little bit. But then I was worried. I thought I've ruined myself. I'm going to go to this thing this afternoon and be with my head all lolling around. You know, I had to recover. You do have a, a very busy. You take on a lot when you take on a lot, don't you? There's a lot yeah. going on there. I find if you don't weekend. say yes to things, they don't happen. And I've yeah, just got course, used yeah. to things clustering, you know. Yeah. But it was a really rubbish work day. I wish I hadn't gone. What so was it? Was what was up? What's happening? Well, I was at a game show. Thing yeah, I was. At, it was playing games, and I did it. Did it the other week, and it was just great. And this time, they just. I just got. All sucked into TV world, and it was right. I was not very. Uh, I'm not going to tell you that story, but I That's didn't feel. Enough, yeah, I had a miserable time, and I didn't feel very respected by the situation. Right, I didn't play many games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If any. Yeah. So. That's just, no, that's I, had to, I had to pretend to be someone. You know, in real life, pretend to be someone younger and more famous than me yeah. all day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had a sticker on with her name on it. That's got. That's. That's galling on many levels, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, he knows. <laughs> yeah, that's tough, man. So now I've got this uh, I've got a podcast coming up on Wednesday with uh, Jason Manford. It's like a filmed podcast in Manchester. Yeah. About people who've been doing stand-up for 25 years or more. Oh, yeah. And it's like Max Miller's doing it. Oh, Joe, Cole, Joe, Joe Caulfield. Yeah, I had a classic and, who books at that moment. So I'm going 22. 22, do you? Let <laughs> it go, Rob. But it's Let that it sort go. of... People chat about the uh, the stages in your career and stuff. And yeah. A bit of prep. And uh, obviously I did a bit of telly, but it just feels like such a different world now. Yeah. And even when I was doing it, it felt like... It felt like I was there, but not really invited to the party. Yeah. And I didn't... I never really felt comfy with it. And, and I hosted shows and stuff for quite yeah, a long yeah. time, but... I'm just so much happier now. I think it it's is weird. It's hard to put your finger on it. Part yeah, of its I age, think it's quite a bad scene. I don't scene. miss it at all. No, I think it's a bit of a toxic scene. I really do, and I don't want to, you know, uh, I don't want to put any dampeners on any laughable TV career I have. But just a number of times, let's go over here. Yeah. Number of times. Hello. Hey, mate. Number of times I've uh, felt gone in all happy and smiling into a TV situation and come out feeling. Deeply disrespected and used. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like going back to a. The basic using of people is extremely distasteful. That's right. And even if you're part of a show that's doing it and you're hosting it, you still yeah. feel bad. It's just there's it just a kind of hierarchical thing to it, isn't yeah. it? And even when you're the churn of at people. the top of the ladder, then you just get pushed around. You're the talent. You don't. Yeah. You still don't get to be. You know, we had to spend a lot of time sitting in a chair, not saying anything on Sunday. Yeah. And. That's really hard for me. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't think they quite understand. It's a bit like saying, can you just 
lightly pinch yourself steadily for this yeah. next hour and a half. And meanwhile, yeah. there's this bloke somewhere in the darkness, just chuntering away. He's like a kind of heckler at a gig, just chatting away. And honestly, I wanted him to be quiet so yes. hard. And he was, he was disruptive and everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. But because he was at a different point on the kind of old school... Uh, sort of whose job is whose ladder. Yeah. No one's going to tell him he has to be quiet for an hour and a half. Yeah. And like a kind of Peter Sellers character in an Elan comedy, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it, the whole thing was so messed up. And like I say, I've been in that situation not very often, but so many times. It's like, I stopped going back. It can be very... Stop texting that bad lover it and can saying, be very, maybe if you go at this time, yeah. we're going to really get together. It can be very draining. Yeah. You know, psychologically and every which way, you know. Yeah. That was a hell of a day, Sunday. Yeah. I also had a, um, like a low-key situation, sort of family emergency connected to my mum's birthday. And honestly, I just thought, what What's is this day? <laughs> <laughs> looking yeah. at my splits from the half marathon, yeah. <laughs> looking at WhatsApps from my mum. And then yeah. going into this shut up. crazy yeah. room where I had to sit in silence on an uncomfortable chair. Yeah. And what's going on? <laughs> it was yeah. And as I said to you this morning, pretty chair, I think it's Sunday. I've got a little yeah. bit of PTSD. Yeah. And of course, things are very crazy in the world at the moment. And uh, they're sort of a little bit crazy in my house because in a good way. Because yeah. back to school this Everyone's year is absolutely immense. Back to school, three different schools, including a teaching job and a new sixth form. Yeah. And uh, my undefined role in that little... Yes, of course, that's the thing about it. But everyone's life's going through big changes then. Just like I am, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just the bloke the bloke in the house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I like that. I don't want to... Yeah, I like, I, I like it, but it's like you need to, as you say, about work and structures of your day and stuff. About it's work and worth. Yeah. <laughs> So that was my Sunday. Did you uh, did you get a Sunday booze in? Do you know what? Because my uh, don't tell me you didn't get a Sunday booze in. Well, I didn't. I stopped having a drink since the beginning of September. All right. Uh, you know, which is you know all of which six nearly, nearly six days ago now. Yeah. And um, yeah, when I came out of work on a Sunday afternoon, and I know that some people have had harder jobs than mine, yeah. but I really thought, oh, I could really have a pint. And I was in my little manifesto, it doesn't say no drinking, it says take it easy, but it was like, get, stop drinking all that beer. Yeah. So I resisted the urge to drink a pint of lager, and then I resisted the urge to take cans of lager back into the house. Oh, well done. But well I did, well, you had some spirits. before you well done me, I had a fairly solid vodka martini. Good. Well, good for you. But just you the deserve, one. You deserved it. I bloody did. Yeah. And I haven't, you know, I didn't drink yesterday, which is, of course, you don't want to kind of fall off your yeah. uh, reaffirmed vows wagon. But yeah, in terms of running around the heath to uh, assess where we're at, I don't know where I'm at. I feel like I got hit by a truck the day before yeah, yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Um, tough day, that one. Tough day. Calling a dog on Parliament Hill. You see that? Loads of dogs. So, I had a... Uh... Oh, no. They've lost one, haven't they? It's awful when you think someone's actually lost a dog. Yeah, I'd be around here somewhere, though, sure right? Enough. Right. I had, a cr- I had a cracking run at the weekend. I did... Uh, I, did I just went around uh, Osmotherly. Oh, wow. I was there with... Uh, just for, for the weekend, and I deliberated whether to do it, because I had a slight kind of hurt foot scenario. Yeah. But I just thought, I'll go for it. And the run just got better and better up on the moors... Really hilly, but just totally alone on the moors. Is it where we ran that time? Like those kind of. It, I think so. Yeah. What a place to run. Yeah. Yeah, and just loads of purple. That. Purple bracken and just the, the air and, and I just felt. I think strong. if it was purple, it was heather. Oh no! Yeah, purple heather. <laughs> heather was there. She had purple air. Right. And it was. Uh, what do you reckon? It was. Hello, Heather. It was just. Uh, a, a great I just felt stronger and stronger. I did like nine miles and stuff. I finished really strong and it great. just felt like this feels good, you know. Yeah, it yeah, felt yeah. really good. Gave me a bit of confidence. Um, and how do you feel today? I feel good. Yeah. I feel went for a little run yesterday, not much. I need to start my exercise again because I've lost those a little bit. Yeah. The yoga. They've slipped out of your rhythm. Yeah, so yeah, I'm, I'm really bringing need, yoga back tomorrow. I need to do that urgently. Or else 
just like you setting off too fast for the half, I'll be inviting disaster. He'd be inviting so let's disaster. Not, let's not do that. Let's, let's just yeah. let's just build do sensibly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry if you're hearing this wind. We've really run into the wind here. Ooh. And I'm hoping to. Uh, I'm hoping it's, it's a much less modest version than uh, Great Yorkshire Marathon, but on the same day I'm doing the 10k in Scarborough. Yeah. And I hope to have a decent run there. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. hope to get together and. Uh, just have a, st- a solid run, you know. So basically, let's not go too soon. Let's not put any numbers on it yet, but a decent run. Basically, you want to get out there feeling strong, not injured, or, or at least no niggles that are going to yeah, affect yeah, yeah. you. And then to hit a good pace and hold it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, the, it's, it's funny because I look through the diaries and like, the last time I did it, I did it in 4120. Yeah. And, uh, and what, I, how long ago was that? That was like 2019. It's not yeah, too so far, not too long ago, but long ago. a couple of years ago. Yeah, sort of pre-pandemic and also pre-me just getting loads and loads of injuries. Yeah. But I wrote in my diary at the end of that, a line in the sand. It was like such a disgustingly bad time. <laughs> that I was, no, for, And then, then the week later, I did four, two weeks later, I did 40, 20 run through and I was coming back then, but then all the injuries started. Yeah, yeah. And that, that, um, the, you <laughs> ran on, in, on an injury for that one. Yeah, a little that bit. That was I damaging, bit I Yeah, yeah. Um, so... Anything between 42 and 43 would be great. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just represent a bit of solidity. Yeah. Uh, but we'll see. I haven't done any speed work at all. I think all, if you represent too I'm much solidity, to they won't let you come back. That's yeah. <laughs> but I'm hoping to... You know when you've had a solid run, haven't you? You just want that solid solid feeling, you know? Yeah. I ran a really good 10K the other day. It was just that it came right before a really bad 10K. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's, uh, the Scarborough 10K is a lovely race, actually. It's beautiful. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we've got, some, we've got some PBs, haven't we? Oh, yeah, let's do those. But now, I've got one question for you before I get those out. Yeah. You're me. You've just heard me give my, you know, my, my brain is in confusion. My body is, yeah. is both fit and not fit. Mm. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm messing with myself in terms of what I'm up to running-wise. Yeah. What should I settle to? What should I be thinking about for Yorkshire? Right? I think Yorkshire from that, that half, that's five weeks. Yeah. Okay. What should I be playing for here? Well, I, mean, I think it's sort of... I think you need to take time to really think about what you want out of it. I think I think maybe what you want to avoid is setting off too fast. <laughs> uh, yeah. Maybe if you yeah. can, just yeah. think about a solid run throughout. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Maybe, but but it's it, it, it's up to you. You quite the way you, you, you set goals and stuff. It's um, it can be. Um, a, bit a little bit indistinct, do you know what I mean? Yeah, um, I mean, I so think even if I pull that off, but I do it for time, it's going to be, it's going to be subtle. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. But just that kind of, you know, a, a solid, a solid run that doesn't where you don't feel broken at the end of it. Yeah, I, I, I do wonder whether you're allowed enough rest. This is me being purely objective. Whether you're allowed enough rest after race of the stones. Yeah, uh, you've got a tendency to jump back on the horse pretty quick because you're so you're so resilient yeah but, 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 I, I don't but you are but you are still tight there's still tightness there do you know what i mean yeah I mean, you, definitely you've done a 10k since then but you've conversely i feel like i've lost lost fitness since then which it just makes me unhappy do you know what yes, i mean I yeah, want yeah, to, yeah 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 totally. and i found like you know i have got this dodgy knee but it felt good felt yeah, well, reliable good. and i feel well, like i'm good. doing okay with it i'm talking of yoga you know i told you i couldn't do this stretch can't fold my left knee completely mm. I started mm. using a strap Okay. So I can really gently do the stretching oh, that's that's without, good. and that's that's really working. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think I won't want to put a, I won't want to put a time on it for you. I just but just that thing of like to run and feel fairly solid throughout. I think would be really. Yeah, I really think in good. training they're, they're I need marathons. to find some, uh, you know, find a bit more distance, but a bit less a bit less pace. But just just tinker with those faders because I think the. F- yeah, it's too soon to say. Yeah. But the trouble is, somewhere at the back of my mind, I think so, I, want to, I want to blast out and get a non-existent PB that isn't going to happen. You know, like, right. uh, like because, of course, my, my PBs were, came from a naivety, a kind of yeah. absolute no idea what I was doing. Mm. And, uh, but what I really need to do, marathon-wise, I think if I go out and try and get a PB, then I'll blow out and have a terrible time. Yeah. But if I go out and try and get a good time for me in this era and target that carefully, yeah. it might be available to me. Yeah, well, that, that, and that, that's what I think. I mean, that, that, I think that's the thing to do, that sort of negotiation. Because not only were you naive when you did those PBs, 
you were younger. I was 10 years younger. I don't younger. want to break it to you. No, it's interesting. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that's that's just one. But if you if you look for, say, you know, I, you know, I think, you know, anything around 340 would be great for you for a marathon at the moment. Do you know what I mean? Something like that. I don't know what you're thinking of. It's sort of, you know, a PB of this era or whatever. But yeah. it's just like, do you know what I mean? Like, like for me... You know, f- between forty-two and forty-three is my is my old. You know, thirty-nine and a half. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's I know like what you're you saying. Do, you I think I things change. You know. Yeah. You know, just to run to run solid and finish strong, still in the game. You know, would yeah, be, would be amazing be for you. You know. Um, but if you want, if you want to go, out, if you want to get a couple of get, oh, I can get a couple of long runs. Hopefully, I can just drop in and and just just run with you. I'd happily do that. Yeah, yeah. Let's look at it. But our first, our next run, we're going to try and get to Finsley Park Park Run on uh, on Saturday. So if you're listening to this as soon as it comes out and you're anywhere near London, come to Finsley Park and we do not guarantee we'll be there. Well, well, (laughs) I'm going to, I I will be there, but I will be hung over because I've got an an all day wedding the day before. (laughs) Matt and Sarah getting married. Uh, He's a distant relative of... uh, well, no, his dad worked with Albert Einstein on the theory of relativity. Wow. Uh, yeah, he's, he's like, comes from a really incredible, incredible family. But anyway, he's getting married. They're having the ceremony at 11. And are you going to E equals MC squared the event? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's, he's getting married at 11. Then there's a meal at Frederick's at 2. And then it's round to his house at 5. But there's no... There's no gap in between. It's all part of the same day. It's going to be such a long day. It's yeah, not yeah. like go home and then meet me. It's like we're it's all just rolling on. And not <laughs> it's yeah, gonna, I think that it's your race to the Stones experience is going to be irrelevant here. I think you might find yourself <laughs> wobbling and needing to hydrate. Yeah, Check yeah. your urine is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, Around I'll, the I'll, six o'clock mark. I will have water bags. Then, yeah, I really want you to commit to turning up at this park run because yeah, that's, be that great, sounds yeah. fun. <laughs> 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 Classic. Well, I'll tell you what. I've got, uh, I, I've, uh, I think I had a... Uh, I had to cancel a gig in Preston on uh, uh, Friday because of the railways. And rather than take another gig, me and uh, Julia are going to have a date because it will be our first Friday night after a full week of teaching. So nice. I'll try and hang myself a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that'd be good fun. Parkrun hanging. They're yeah. coming up this Saturday uh, while we're talking about sensible training. Um, okay, so here's the list. Avocados. Hummus. Nice. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're going to get some strawberries. That's the wrong list. Okay, so here um, we've just got a couple of fantastic PBs. PBs. Claire. Sparks. Or Austin. Um, got a two-minute park run PB, having run 16 miles the day before. Wow, she's fit at the moment. Fantastic, good work, really Claire. Well. 27, 27. Well, it's well a lovely done. time as well, isn't it? 27. <laughs> it's beautiful, and that shows how strong she is to the day after a 16. It's amazing how sometimes the more running you get. You, you do, the better you get at the running that you do. Well, do you know, that was one of the things I was thinking on my yeah. half was, uh, shouldn't have done that park run yesterday. I think it's the least of my worries. Yeah. I think yeah, it warmed yeah, me yeah. up really nicely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, we, we, our, our South London friend, uh, Nicola, for, uh, of uh, um, Hilly Fields Park Run, did the big half herself, Nicola Cartledge. In, in one hour, 49.45, a four-second PB. <laughs> And she did the classic. Oh. She said it's only four seconds, but it counts. It certainly of does. It counts. The shaved BB is a huge BB because it means massive. you're right up against if your any, threshold. If anything, they're sweeter. Ah, oh, fantastic sweeter. work, Michael Lyons. Uh, in the in is it, was that Wilne in the Wilne. We'll, we'll, we'll never know. We'll never know if we pronounce that right. <laughs> we'll we will know. He's a great. I will know if it's will. <laughs> Does that help? Yeah, he's a very, he's a very fast runner. He's very fast. Uh, senior Masters runner, second time ever under forty, under forty minutes for ten k. Did thirty nine and six seconds. That's thirty nine minutes and six <laughs> seconds. That's at the age of fifty six. Yes. Well. Um, so now he's going after oh. sub thirty nine before a fifty seventh birthday. Well done, mate. Easy. Yeah, good. That's it. When you get a huge PB like that, start well talking done, immediately mate. about doing better than it. Getting faster. Maybe he can beat <laughs> the time space continuum. Get faster as he gets older. He can be the one that's cracked. But seriously, thirty nine minutes brilliant. and six seconds. Yeah. What we need yeah. to do is run six, seven seconds faster. Yeah, yeah. That's what you need to do mate yeah, just speed, speed that one up so good luck with that Michael take a leaf out of uh, Nicola's book that's fantastic thanks for the PBs <laughs> <laughs> anyone else there's a lot of good events coming in we want to hear them we're going to tell you about them and uh, do pass on your comments on to me about my uh, half at the weekend but if you're <laughs> going to say what were you thinking I've already said it to myself <laughs> 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 with Paul Tolkien 
Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.